This is why you never assume anything in this league. This is why this is the most fascinating, hardest league in the world at all times. Because on any given day, a team that you don't have much respect for, don't fear very much, isn't having a good season, can give you more trouble than you could ever expect. And that's exactly where the 49ers are here at the two-minute warning. Welcome to post-game and Damon. We ain't even in the post-game yet. We are at the two-minute warning. A 22-17 lead for the Minnesota Vikings is where we are in a huge third down coming up, which is either going to, I don't know, I mean, maybe Minnesota's for the first time tonight going to get brave on a, a, a fourth down. The fact that they haven't been brave on fourth down all night long is the only reason why this game hasn't been decided completely in Minnesota's favor so far. Kirk Cousins is out here playing like his name is Tom Brady. You got Jordan Addison making no one miss Justin Jefferson tonight. He's been one of the best players on the field. And unfortunately, on an evening where the 49ers just need something their defensive line, their much ballyhooed defensive line has not done much for them at all. Dave Corbin is asking, where the where, where's Nick Bosa? G great question. Great question. Where is Nick Bosa? He is not reported for duty in this one. Not yet. So look, it's fourth and six. Fourth and six, and boy, what do we got coming up here? Vikings look like they're going to run out their field goal unit. Um, look, Moody, if he ever needed to make a 55-yarder, he made one in this game, but boy, he missed an early one that made everyone just say, something's in the air tonight. Again, a terrible defensive evening for the 49ers is pretty much how this game has gotten to this point. Uh, you have a, a, a Minnesota Vikings team that by any and all expectations was going to struggle through this one a little bit. The exact opposite has happened. You expect Kirk Cousins to like underperform on, on, a primetime game. It's kind of haunted him in his career. You put Kirk Cousins on anyone's field, his own home field, anyone's field, and you do it at night, it's not good. So here comes a 50-yard attempt for the Vikings that would put them up 25-17 if it is good. And that ball, I believe, has been pushed wide right. So... We got ourselves a chance for the 49ers to win this football game. All of a sudden, the 49ers could still get out of this one alive. It is by only the football God's good graces that they are in this game. I wrote this down earlier to a buddy of mine who is a big Vikings fan, and I said, look, if the Vikings blow this game tomorrow, the headline in Minnesota should read, scared money don't make none. Because I thought there were three or four opportunities to go for it on fourth down that they just didn't take tonight settling for field goals. So it is first and 10 from the 40-yard line. Brock nearly throws his second interception of the game. Oh, man, a minute and seven seconds left. We got ourselves a compelling finish going on here, a compelling finish while we are uh, muting everything, making sure we are optimized to really get going. 
with postgame when we start. Let me welcome you here to the Bottom Line Bets postgame show. It's good to have you. We're going to have an awful lot to talk about no matter how this ends, even if the 49ers pull out this win, which given Everything that's happened up until this point in the game would feel like a miracle. That is a reception. Uh, It'll have the 49ers uh, about the 50-yard line, and we have got to play tick-tock fast football. If the Niners are going to do anything, Kittle's looking confused, getting lined up right here. Ball is snapped, Purdy slant. Who was that? Who caught that? Who caught that? Tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. Purdy just clocked it. There are 34 seconds left, and they're at about the 42-yard line. The 49ers are out of timeouts. So this could end in in bad fashion. Bad fashion here. But it is good to have you. Thank you for coming on by. Like I said, this is going to be a very interesting evening, no matter how it ends. Will it end? Look at it this way. There's going to be some outrage no matter how it ends. If this ends with the second loss in a row in a game that really felt like you're going to win it, uh, boy, that's going to be tough to swallow. But it just goes to show you this league is rough on everyone and everything. And Brock Purdy has thrown an interception and the Minnesota Vikings are going to hang on to win this game. The only thing the Vikings need to do is get a snap off and in victory formation win it. There's some extracurriculars down on the field. Um, All right. 22-17, Vikings just got the ball back. Good night, Irene, to the San Francisco 49ers. An ugly game with an ugly ending, and Purdy, who had been the only reason why the 49ers were in this game at one point, Purdy to Ayuk, was the only thing the 49ers really had going on offensively besides bursts of Christian McCaffrey, and he burst into the end zone twice tonight. Uh, He is going to be one of the, you know, only silver linings the amount that he played which was basically every offensive snap was more than I expected him to play but that oblique obviously got shot up with something real good and Christian McCaffrey gave all he could at the office there's Kirk Cousins that is a knee and that's ball game welcome to the Damon Bruce show here on YouTube. We got post game and Damon for you brought to you by bottom line bets. And let me tell you, my man, Stefan has been on fire. He is offering a free day of handicapping with the promo code Bruce B R U C E sign up daily, weekly, monthly subscriptions. And I got to tell you, I am looking for a big response to that. Please give my man some of your attention. Check out his website. Sign up if you're interested because he is on a winning track right now. And unfortunately, the 49ers have been knocked off their winning track two weeks in a row after opening 5-0. and This is two straight losses. There is a game against the Cincinnati Bengals coming up, and the 49ers will have a short week to prepare for that while the Bengals are coming off of a bye week and all of a sudden a great start to the 49ers season could turn into a five and three first half with three losses going into the bye week if they don't get right against the Cincinnati Bengals that's how important this game was that was the price of poker going up because of everything that kind of is happening in this league the Eagles winning last night 49ers are off pace 
off winning pace for the one seed in the NFC for the first time all year. Woo, this is going to be an interesting week. Larry Kruger and I will have 49ers wake up for you starting at 8 a.m. tomorrow. We are just getting underway here. Thank you so much for stopping on by. I see you pouring on in. On your way in, hit a like, hit a subscribe. It'd be wonderful to have you here uh, as part of the crew that we got. One of the best chat rooms, I think, in all of postgame land. Uh, we'll start right with Rockin' New Era 84. Steve Wilkes not doing good with this defense. Look, I don't know if this was Steve Wilkes, this was Kirk Cousins. I'm going to have to watch this thing twice before I really wrap my mind around what exactly happened. But today was a bad day for this 49ers defense. And look, Steve Wilkes came here with a guarantee that no matter what he plans on doing around this defensive line, this defensive line was built to take over football games. This defensive line, if we're being completely honest about what's going on here, this defensive line is part of the regression that we're seeing this team take over the last couple of weeks. Uh, This defensive line isn't the dominant force that it was. And while the Eagles are winning and getting better and making a trade with the Tennessee Titans to get even better today, if you're telling me this team needs more pass rush right now, I'd believe you. I'd believe you and I'd tell you it's probably the right thing to go about doing. 49ers need to get better defensively. They really do. They need to get better defensively and they need to do it right now. Uh, Jordan Addison was carving up Chavarius Ward, who did not have a good game tonight. I mean, I don't know who on that defense had a good game tonight. How hurt is Fred Warner is a question that we need to now be asking ourselves because he was down on the turf lately uh, at the end of this game. But that wasn't good. Never Daunted Radio Network. Go Hoosiers. Not happy with the outcome tonight. Thank you for stopping on by. It is good to see so many familiar fames and some new ones. Uh, Bucko Sports says, I know this team. You know this one? Here comes, by the way, a little assist from Jillian to turn up that light a little bit. Thank you very much, honey. I do appreciate it. Uh, Really appreciate that. Cheers to you all. It's good to have you here. There you go. Now, all of a sudden, this show is getting uh, more light shed on it than the 49ers problems. I mean, good God. This this was not on Jake Moody, even though he missed one tonight. This was not on Jake Moody. Um, and, and look, you know, I, I, there's no reason to now talk about Nick Bosa as, you know, someone who is not worth the contract that he was given. But he is not having anywhere near the season that got him to the top of the who might be the best in football play and defense pile. Rich Alexander says, look, Bosa sucks this season. Pressure is nice, but not for defensive player of the year. And I'll agree with you on that one. I mean, it's time for this defensive line to drop the nuance and start dominating games again. That is not happening. It's not happening right in front of our eyes. And I don't know what this team needs to get that defensive line going, but it's not getting going on its own. And that's the one thing that basically was the thing you didn't need to worry about all last year. Whatever was going to happen on the football field, the one constant was that defensive line, and it isn't anymore. 
It isn't anymore. Javon Hargrave uh, is having a better year so far than, than Nick Bosa is. Eric Armstead, I didn't hear his name once tonight. I didn't hear Nick Bosa's name once tonight. So that's a problem. When Randy Gregory is in the backfield more than anyone who you've gotten used to, that's not, that, that, that's not good. You know, when this defense doesn't get any pressure, the secondary gets exposed. This is a 9 or 10 win team, maybe. Look, 10, 10 is good. 10 is good. 11 is real good. And uh, 12 might get you a home field advantage. At least that's the way it looked a couple weeks ago. But with the Eagles playing like they're playing, I don't know. Again, there is a lot of football left. You can't take tonight and explain that it is going to be the end-all be-all of everything you might or might not be at the end of this year, okay? There are 10 games remaining in the schedule. You haven't even had a bye week. But there is a palpable level of disgusted going on here. There is no doubt about that. And this defense, which you could count on right now, no, can't count on it. Garbage, played like garbage tonight. Kirk Cousins, by the way, look, here's here's a really good point, right? If Kirk Cousins did this, imagine what Joe Burrow and company could do. That's That's a reality now that you absolutely have to look at and face. Look at what this might be when Joe Burrow gets here on a bye on a bye week. And it's going to be a, uh, whoo, it is going to be a short week for the 49ers. Again, thank you so much for coming on by. It's great to have you here. Uh, we're good when the 49ers win. Might even be a little better when the 49ers lose because in a world that, you know, gets irrational. We try to keep it rational here. Again, the season is not over. The ultimate dreams of winning it all are not over, okay? But defense did not look good. Never daunted with our first super chat of the night. This looks like it was Tom Allen. Failure on all levels. Yeah, there's a little bit of that in this one. But again, I don't know if, I don't know if this was a failure of Kyle's it was just a defensive failure and it was it was a night where Kirk Cousins turned into Peyton Manning i mean he's pretty good normally not that good certainly normally not that good in prime time but we got the final numbers coming in here Kirk Cousins was 35 of 45 for 378 yards Two touchdowns, only one interception, and he was sacked. Here's something I didn't expect. Here's something no one could have expected, right? The 49ers were going to lose a turnover battle against the most turnover-prone team in all of football. You like that? Golden State Lakota. You like that? Yeah. If you're a Vikings fan, you like that. Uh Uh-oh, Mrs. Pluse even knows that this one did not go well. She's dropping the oof. It is an oof. Look, the only thing that really kept the Niners in this game was a whole bunch of settled for field goals. This could have been a lot worse. This could have been a lot worse than the scoreboard actually showed. So, whatever you need to do to improve this football team, you got about 
Oh, nine days to do it. October 31st, Halloween. Is your trade deadline? Is that how it goes? This team needs to sell off a little bit of future because this is your window right here. Go ahead, you move those picks for Brian Burns. You go ahead, you move those picks if you have to. This team needs to get better right here, right now. And you can talk about how Robbie Gold needs to be back on the team. This uh, uh, Again, maybe, maybe I would pick up a corner who's out there playing almost every defensive play than, uh, 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 than a kicker. And if you got money to do it, do it both. If you, if you got money to bring both back. Kirk Cousins was better than anyone expected him to be tonight. Um, fading Kirk Cousins, betting against Kirk Cousins has made a lot of people a lot of money throughout the entire gambling world. Certainly this year, we watched this Vikings team essentially just gag it away every single time. Every single time you looked up, they were they were stepping on their own dicks. They didn't do that tonight. Well, they did it once when Ward did have a hell of an interception. That was a manly interception to start the game for the 49ers. Wrestled it right away from Jordan Addison, but then Jordan Addison turned around and decided to drop a seven-catch, 123-yard, two-touchdown game, one of the best games he's ever going to play in his career. This guy's played, what, six games? Anyways... Maybe the good news is that Bruce Bochy's close to the World Series. What's going on in that Rangers game real quick? Let me see that over there. Oh, my God. The Rangers are up 11-4, to bottom of the ninth. Bruce Bochy's going to be going back to the World Series. There's your good news. There's your only good news for you here on the postgame show. Uh, welcome. It's great to have you. Bruce Bochy's going back to the World Series, everybody. But I know you're not thinking about that right now. Because the 49ers have gotten beaten two weeks in a row. They've beaten themselves. They've gotten beaten. And this is just this is this has been a bad couple of weeks. And next week doesn't look like it's going to be any easier. With the Cincinnati Bengals coming on into town. It was soft coverage, I thought, all game. Soft coverage. Middle of the field seemed to be wide open. This team, uh, look, do you have to do you got to do you, do you got the right horses to play some man-to-man with? Because this zone's getting pumped. I'll give you that. This zone is getting pumped. Yeah, I mean, there, there was just no Nick Bosa, no Eric Armstead. Crispy AF says, uh, why do we keep Armstead over Buckner? Or what well, first of all. <laughs> Buckner was going to cost you more money. But yeah, that that's a you want to talk about the big mistakes that this team has made throughout the years again. I don't I don't want to talk about that level of, you know, let's pick it all apart. There's enough in this game alone to pick apart tonight. I don't want to go backwards in time. I really don't want to project to what might happen next week against Cincinnati because there is absolutely no momentum in between games. But you're not going to like that rest advantage. Cincinnati's absolutely coming in with a rest advantage. So Brock Purdy was playing a good game until two interceptions. 
21 of 30 was Brock for 272 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. He was sacked once. He made some plays with his legs that I thought really kept some plays alive. Um, but then he had two just kind of float away from him in the middle of the field, and the Vikings came down. Another Damon. Damon Chang. Get a damn cornerback. That might be the right course of action. That might be the right course of action. Again, Steve Wilkes is an easy target. He's low-hanging fruit for not only fans to be angry at, but critics to be angry at. You're going to hear a whole bunch of sports talk show hosts saying, ah, oh, Steve Wilkes is now the problem. He's the new guy. He's the difference. He must be the problem. Maybe maybe I'm going to tell you this defensive line is a problem and I'm not going to hold it against Steve Wilkes that this defensive line has been just underplaying. That's on them. That's on those guys. Eric Armstead, non-existent. Nick Bosa, non-existent. Haven't said Drake Jackson's name since week one. This isn't good. Randy Gregory has showed up and has done more in the backfield, at least by getting into the backfield in two weeks, than some household names on this defensive line have been able to do in this entire season. Look, you want to say the Nick Bosa holdout is the reason why he's not who you want him to be? Maybe. Maybe, but he's played he's played enough games. Nick Bosa has played enough games to this point in the season to where his off-season holdout shouldn't mean anything at this point. Sometimes you get your ass kicked. Sometimes you get your ass kicked by a bad team. And that was a funny kind of weekend in football. You saw a lot of count them out, they're not going to get it done football teams not get it done. Trent Williams, Debo, a difference in this game. Maybe it would have helped the 49ers move the chains more on third down. Maybe it would have helped the 49ers score a little bit more. But the problems for the 49ers tonight were on third down defensively. They couldn't get off the field. Could not get off the field. Diego, I love your your rational in the vacuum thinking it's just one game, but it's two losses in a row now, and you can see a path to three losses in a row. You can see it. You can feel it. Derek Jones says, this team is garbage. No, the San Francisco 49ers are not garbage. Have you been watching the NFL? Have you been watching or paying attention to anything in the NFL this year? Shit's hard out there, kids. It is every single year. Every single year. You know, this isn't a Super Bowl contender. Jim, you can't contend for a Super Bowl in week seven. They're not playing it this week. You know, what is a Super Bowl contender in your mind? Well, how about the teams with some of the best records in football? Falling to five and two, the 49ers still have one of the best records in football. Okay? Okay. Again, maybe the NFL isn't coming out, cut out for all of you. You got to know how to stay a little calm at times. 
This wasn't a good game. Last week wasn't a good game. Neither week six nor week seven will matter when the playoffs get here. And I think the 49ers are still going to be a playoff team. And if you don't think they're going to be a playoff team, you haven't been watching anything because they're good enough to be a playoff team. Tonight doesn't change that. Look at it this way. Tonight doesn't make Minnesota a playoff team, does it? Would you argue that Minnesota is absolutely should be regarded as a front runner in this league now? No, you'd, you'd never make that assumption. You wouldn't. Again, people are going to be coming after Steve Wilkes. Derek here is saying Steve Wilkes is dog shit. It ain't great. It ain't good. But again, Steve Wilkes thought he had a defensive line that he didn't really need to worry about, right? This defensive line has not gotten the job done. And if that's Steve Wilkes' fault, okay, then it's Steve Wilkes' fault. To me, it's not Steve Wilkes' fault that you don't say Eric Armstead. You haven't said Eric Armstead's name this year. You don't really say Nick Bosa's name at all this year. You haven't said Drake Jackson's name since week one. Hargrave has been their best player up front by far, probably followed by Javon Kinlaw. NFL is a young league that includes coaches. Now, if you say they tried to peel one more, you know, layer of paint off the old man when he was done, maybe. But I don't know. I, I To me, I don't think Steve Wilkes is the reason why this team is playing poorly. I think the team's the reason why this team is playing poorly. I saw missed tackles. I saw downfield blocking just kicking the 49ers ass all night. All night. You know, I, I, I don't think that, again, uh, look, never daunted, I love you. I'd swing for the fences and trade Bosa. You're out of your fucking mind. He's had a bad start to a year he held, he held out on, okay? He hasn't played up to the contract. It's been, it's been seven games. Come on. Come on. Let's not act like kids, right? Don't we eat at the adult table over on this show? We can act like a whole bunch of scared kids who never watched a season of football before. Don't understand that this is an up and down league and the team that looked like dog shit in one week can look fantastic the next week. Come on. Come on, kids. Be a little bit better than that. And I'm not a homer. I'm not trying to defend this. This was a bad night of football. This is a night of football that won't mean anything when this team's in the playoffs. And I'm telling you that without catastrophic injury, the 49ers are going to be a playoff team. They're going to be a playoff team. And the only thing you need to know about playoff teams is any team in the playoff can win a championship. That's how it works in sports right now. That's how it works in the NBA. It's how it works in the NHL. It's how it works in football. A one seed doesn't guarantee you anything. It doesn't. Now, of course, you'd want to be dominant the whole way through. That's sexy, but that's how football used to be. That's not how football is anymore. This league is built to strip you of success all the time. How about this? I wouldn't agree with this necessarily, but Wisnowski is still our best player. He he's having a great year. The 49ers punters having a great year. There's no doubt about it. Damon was in here cursing people out for criticizing Kyle. Now I am not 
telling you that Kyle lives a criticism-free existence. But the 49ers probably win this game as Chavarius Ward holds onto the interception that he got wrestled away from him the same way that he wrestled away an interception from Jordan Addison. The fact that the Vikings scored on that bang-bang play at the very end of the first half, is that on Kyle Shanahan? Did Kyle Shanahan do that? Did Steve Wilkes not make that interception or just get spun around? I mean, that's a thing. It's easy to blame coaches when you like the players enough to not want to blame the players. This, This loss is on the players. This loss was on the team. At no point in time did I think the 49ers are getting out coached. I watched this game thinking the 49ers are getting outplayed. Now, maybe you see it differently. We got a couple hours to go in here tonight. We'll talk about all of it, right? But I, I did not see a team get out coached. I saw a team get outplayed tonight. I mean, is that fair? Is that unfair? Is, is, that, is that a homer? Is that me with having an agenda? Or is that me watching football for years and knowing what a team getting its butt whipped looks like? And when a team gets its butt whipped, sometimes it's on a coach. I thought this was all on the guys on the field. I thought it was all on the field. You know, to me, where's Ronnie Bell? Why isn't Ronnie Bell involved in this? Where is Jordan Mason? Where is, well, Elijah Mitchell got in there, didn't do much with the opportunity that he got, but he only got one carry for minus one yard. You know, the only 22 carries tonight for the 49ers. How many plays did the Vikings run as opposed to the 49ers? Hold on, let me open up the team page here. Plays, plays, plays. First of all, the Vikings had 23 first downs. 23 first downs, 7-11 on third down. Vikings ran 61 plays. Niners didn't even get to 50. They topped out at 48 plays. 435 yards of offense for the Minnesota Vikings. How's that on Kyle Shanahan? It is good to have you here. Thanks very much for joining us on the Bottom Line Bets postgame show. Daily, weekly, and monthly subscriptions are available to the single hottest handicapper coming out of Las Vegas. I'd love you to find out for yourself. And there's a promo code BRUCE, B-R-U-C-E, to get a free day of handicapping. You better use it now. Or else bottom line bets is going to go away. Stop giving you opportunities to get a free day of handicapping. Spend one day with my man, Stefan. Chances are you're going to want to sign up for more than the one free day that you get because he wins. If he's not winning on a football field, he's winning on a baseball field. This guy's got winning picks all over ice rinks. He's dialed in. So find out for yourself at bottomlinebets.com. It is good to have you here. 330-something people in the room. For us, that's a real nice, hey, how are you gathering? It's good to have you on the chat. I'm trying to read these things as fast as they go on by. I really am. Uh, If you want to stand out, absolutely don't hesitate to drop that super chat. I'm trying to catch all of those. Um, 
obviously it's uh, it's 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 going by quickly. We got pissed off fans here, and look, I I don't blame you for being pissed off. This is a game that should piss you off a little bit. It should piss you off a little bit because normally a very good tackling team isn't tackling. Not at all. This is a terrible tackling night. Fred Warner had a bad night. That's how bad this game went. Fred Warner had a bad night. Philip Palus. The road to the Super Bowl goes through Philadelphia. Again, we got a long way to go, but as of tonight... Correct. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, Sean. Sean Hensley says it's ridiculous how fans want to eat up a quarterback's confidence. It's stupid. It's unproductive. I'm going to tell you right now, the fans got nothing to do with the quarterback's confidence. If you, you didn't make it to the NFL, if you're worried about what fans might say about you. I, I I know fans love to think that they got power like that. They don't. Excuse me. I need to cough. Thank you. Thank you for being patient. But again, I, I didn't see an unconfident Brock Purdy. I saw Brock who threw the two, two bad balls at really bad times. You know, when you're trying to come back late interceptions, not good. Not good. But Nick J breaking in with a little good, saying, Bochi, Bochi, Bochi. We got a final. Bruce Bochi's in the World Series. He's the first manager in Major League history to win an ALCS with three different teams. Here's to Bruce. You know what? Hold on. Here's to Bruce Bochi. To be totally honest, I need one of those tonight, too. Ah, yeah. Super Bowl caliber teams don't allow a touchdown with 20 seconds before the half. Like, I thought it was an interception. I thought it was an interception. Give some credit to Jordan Addison, who played his dick off tonight. I mean, seven catches, 124 yards, two touchdowns. Every single one of those numbers is a career high for the young man. He was incredible. He was fantastic. Uh, Look at it this way. Ward didn't make four or five other plays that bother me more than that. That was just, oh, spectacular football happened against you. Earlier in the game, spectacular football, the exact same play happened twice tonight. Ward won the first one with the interception of Kirk Cousins on the opening drive, and then Addison clearly won the second time around scoring. But again, I I didn't think that that was, you know, incompetent. As much as it was unfortunate, there are plenty, plenty of Chavarius Ward moments to criticize, I think, before you even start criticizing that one. But because it directly related to points at the end of the half, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Roach Dog Jr., the casuals are having a night. Roach Dog, I hope you're subscribing. You get it. I hope you're in here to help calm the casuals down. And here's a fact that is a fact. This is what happens. 49ers are getting everyone's A-plus game. It's their Super Bowls. I mean, I don't don't even know about that, but here's the thing. I thought that 
that Joe Buck summed this up. And by the way, Joe Buck, you know, I know that every year people spin around hating on Joe Buck. He's good, man. He makes a he makes a game feel bigger just with his voice, doesn't it? Doesn't he? I, I think he does. Anyway, so Joe Buck basically at the beginning of this game said the 49ers want it, the Vikings need it. And they did. They did. I mean, Vikings lose this game. They're talking about trading lots of pieces. And maybe they still do. I don't think this is going to turn around the Vikings season to an incredibly successful season. And I don't think that this loss is going to turn around a 49er season into an abject failure you know, people are saying this team is trash. This team is trash. Like, learn how to talk with something other than an emoji trash bin. You know, it's not, this team is not trash. This team lost tonight. This team need to needs to, to to play a lot better to avoid losing three in a row before it hits the bye week. Trent Williams didn't play. Debo didn't play. Those aren't excuses. They're just facts. We know that both of those guys make this team much better. You're talking about two of the tone-setting spirit animals that this team was down tonight. And really, the defense, it was their problem. The offense, all things considered, even with only 17 points, didn't have the worst night I've ever seen. They just couldn't stop the run. And they couldn't stop Kirk Cousins. Well, I, I mean, 71 rushing yards for the Vikings. They didn't get gashed, but it felt like every single time the Vikings did run, it was a big run. You know, it went from, oh, you're at first and 15 to, oh, no, you're totally in second and manageable. So every single time it felt like the, every single time it felt like the the, the 49ers were going to put the Vikings behind the sticks or behind any sort of, you know, chains, they they got right back ahead of their chains. The Vikings stayed on schedule all night. The Canthai kid, the Canthal kid, the Canthal kid, have not seen your name in here before. I hope you subscribe because I'd like to see you here because you're right. The, the, The problem was not execution or ability. The problem was execution and ability, not scheme. I agree. I totally agree. Um, We got David Fox saying the tackling is what confused me. I was confused by it too. I mean, there was some really good, really good downfield blocking, really good downfield blocking. And there was some bad tackling, and the whole thing went into a mix that hurt the Niners tonight. Again, this could have been a lot worse. This could have been a lot worse. The Vikings should have been in the 30s easily. But they left a lot of points on the field with their decisions. At one point, the Vikings had five straight scoring possessions. And at the end of all that run, it was only an eight-point game. You know, you score on five straight possessions, it's still a one-possession game, and the other team's not even playing great. The Niners had their opportunities, but they blew it. They blew it at the end. We got here, uh, uh, Kyrie, 2021. Damon, give it a rest. You're not the adult you think you are, Bears fan. Because I'm a Bears fan, I know what shit looks like. 
While you've been sniffing nothing but complaining about losing NFC title games, I'm watching the Chicago Bears suck every fucking year of my life but 1985. I can spot a bad football team a thousand miles away. See this banner up here? Where is this thing? This says Indiana. It might as well say my dick gets kicked in every weekend. These sons of bitches are the worst major college football program in the world. I know more about bad, shitty football than any of you. The 49ers are not a bad or shitty football team. They're just not getting their jobs done right now. They're not getting their jobs done. I know what bad football is. This, how about this? This was a bad football game. This is not a bad football team. And if you think it is, you're a trifling, soft, shouldn't be watching football level of sports fan who should pick up a new TV show. Because this ain't for you. You don't know how the league works. Quit acting like you know how the sausage is made. This shit is hard. It's real hard. The 49ers didn't treat this game like it was important. You know what, Days? I'll give you that. I mean, they, they didn't, they, they came out wrong. They came out wrong. They never really got right. Chris says, hold, hold, hold coaches accountable, Damon. Again, I didn't see an outcoached team. I saw an outplayed team. Damon, the touchdown at the end was on Wilkes. I mean, had Jordan Addison not wrestled, wrestled the ball away from Traverius Ward, would you have said that that interception was Steve Wilkes's? No, it wasn't. Traverius Ward had a play, and he had made the play enough to where he got the ball stripped from him, and it's a touchdown the other way. How is that the defensive coordinator's fault? That's a one-on-one, man-on-man battle that your guy lost. Yeah, I, I, I again. Well, you should have had a safety over the top and all this stuff. Yeah, it's easy to it's easy to talk about the defense that you need to be in at all times, right? Especially when the play is over. David says, "Look, man, I don't want to trade Bosa, but a five sack night would be pretty cool. Yeah, you could use one of those for sure." Could definitely use a five sack night, right? Yeah, Ray Ray in this offense over Bell or Connolly. I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know. Look, Connolly. Let's not put his name into the conversation. But Ronnie Bell, I thought, I thought was someone who needed needed to be involved in this game plan without Debo Samuel, and he, he wasn't out there. I, I don't even know what his snap count was. He didn't even hit the field. I didn't hear his name all night. Didn't hear his name all night. He officially was uh, not targeted once. I don't even know if he got a snap, to be honest with you. Mr. Hardy says, love the show. Well, thank you, and I hope you're not the only one. 
Go ahead and hit that like. Make the algorithm start spreading this around to a whole bunch of new people who've never even watched me before. I'd really appreciate that. Make this thing grow for me. Thank you so very, very much. What we got for you here on the Bottom Line Bets postgame show is, I hope, an honest discussion about what just happened. Without getting all emotional and over here, oh, this team's trash. Oh, they're trash. They're not a contender. They're not. Oh. They had bad. They, they, they lost two games. They've lost two games. They've done it against the team that definitely has a better defense than they do. We know that now. It's the, Look at it this way. Look at all the yards that the Cleveland Browns just gave up. Look at all those yards that the Cleveland Browns just gave up to Indianapolis with Gardner Minshew. But they won a game, so no one's shitting their pants. Miles Garrett was incredible, by the way. The Vikings wanted it more than the 49ers, and there's no excuse for that. Again, I, 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 I wasn't measuring this game in want. I was measuring this game in execution. And the 49ers got out executed. And when it came time to execute defensively, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. I'm going to look at these stats again. <coughs> you know, 452 yards of total offense. Vikings tonight getting 6.8 yards per play, 6.8 yards per play. So they just whipped the 49ers, who, by the way, averaged 6.1 yards per play. You know, the Niners weren't awful. They just weren't good enough. Look, people, people overreact. People overreact, you know, fans, fandom, I get it. But if you don't, look at it this way. There will absolutely be times in sports for you to crap your pants. And I'll let you know when it's time to do that. I don't think it's time to do that. Should this season get there, should this season get there, there will be time to do that. I don't, I don't think it's going to get there. Fred had a bad night. Are you crazy? Yes, by Fred Warner standards, he had a bad night. Fred was out there missing he, 13 tackles and a tackle for a loss, seven solo tackles, but I saw him missing tackles too. I saw him not making the plays that he normally makes. Fred wasn't awful, but he didn't have a typical Fred Warner game. Brett Johnson, thank you for bringing in a little sanity to this insanity. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to do. Look at it this way. It's so easy to just panic and scream about everything. It's easy to do. It takes no effort at all to shit your pants and panic. As a matter of fact, that's pretty much the opposite of effort, right? People are so uninterested in maintaining any sort of reasonable conversation that they take any reasonable conversation and dismiss it as, well, that's Homerism. No, there's nothing. This is not Homerism. This is not someone who lives in San Francisco uh, trying to explain away or excuse anything. 
Sometimes you lose football games. This was a game the 49ers lost. The Vikings did more to keep the 49ers in this game at times than the 49ers even did, and they had a chance to maybe, again, still win it on the final drive of the game. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. The the 49ers have lost back-to-back one-possession games. The opponent has not been a vainglorious, super-sexy opponent to lose to, but they've lost two games by one possession. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> I mean, seriously. What was it? 1917? So, hold on. Hold on. Let me uh, see here. Yeah. So the team that was, you know, north of 30 points, north of 30 points for five weeks in a row has now been held to 17 points two weeks in a row. And they have lost, let's see, that's fine. They've lost two games by seven points. And you're going to shit your pants, you fucking pansy. Stop watching football. Seriously, Steve Wilkes is the worst coach I've ever seen, and I don't know what to do other than just just panic and cry. They've lost two one-possession games. Jesus. Jesus. Nick J., I'm pissed off. There's only 17 of these. This D-line is key to holding this weaker secondary, and this D-line has to get it going next week. That's correct. Everything you just wrote right there is correct. Only 17 of these games. That's why everything is so important. That's why there's nothing but overreaction. If there is an overreaction, there's no reaction in the NFL. Again, maybe I would be a more popular, easier to spread around. Oh, like, I mean, look, look, angry fans love to sit and just gangbang each other with their anger. We don't strap on uh, gangbang anger, anger over here. We just don't. We just, it's just it, it, it. I don't believe in gang mentality, groupthink. I lost today, so everything sucks. Everything is wrong. I do trade Nick Bosa. I mean, what are you out of your fucking minds? I hate that I have Jordan Addison on my fantasy team today. I mean, not if you played him. The only way you'd hate Jordan Addison on your fantasy, because you know in fantasy football, sometimes you're going to be going against your own reality football interests, right? You know that. Ward was sloppy. Yes. I agree. Ward was sloppy tonight. One of his worst games. Twenty-three first downs is incompetent. I, mean, I don't know, incompetent. wasn't good. wasn't good. I don't think I'm dropping an incompetent on that though. It's just a bad night. You know, a little too soft. Soft coverage. 
need to play more, more man, more press, more bump and run than you do just slip back into the zone. Hey, Kirk Cousins, he found a little bit of an early confidence and early rhythm, and he stayed in it, and he played like Peyton Manning tonight. Kirk Cousins had one of the best games of his Minnesota Vikings career tonight. Is that a good sign? No, not really. But he's also a pretty goddamn good quarterback. He's easy to make fun of for a lot of reasons. He's easy to pick on. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. 420 Savage says, I hate Troy Aikman. He was enjoying the defeat. Absolutely he was. Big Cowboys for life, boy. That's how that works. D-line is getting outplayed. D-line is not getting the job done. I don't know if there's any defensive coordinator who would be having success with zero pressure. And quarterbacks usually have success against zero, uh, against zero pressure. Give Brock Purdy. He had a lot of success, I thought, against a very aggressive blitz tonight. It wasn't until the end. You know, those, those two, you know, as, as they always do, those two late interceptions while you're trying to make a comeback sure did throw a wrench into the works. But I don't think Brock Purdy had an awful night. He just played poorly when he couldn't make a mistake. I don't think that this is time to be overreacting to Brock Purdy either. Dallas says Cousins was fantastic. They couldn't phase him. Even when he was completely surrounded, he was throwing darts. And here's the thing. He missed two wide open guys in the end zone. This could have been a lot worse. If the Vikings aren't out there settling for field goals, this gets worse. So. You know, no bueno. No bueno. Is it time to call Robbie Gould? I don't know. Do you think Robbie Gould hits that 55-yarder? I don't even think they trot him out there to do it. I don't know. You know, I mean, Nick Moody, he's seven games into his career. He's missed three kicks. I bet you that there are a lot of good kickers who seven games into their career might have missed three kicks. I, I thought he showed you that he got out of his own head if you're claiming that he was in his own head. But I'm, I'm not going to make an excuse. Everyone's upset that Moody missed a field goal tonight. Wasn't good. Wasn't great. But he did hit another one. It's not like it's an abject, utter disaster failure. He's now missed four in a row. It's got to go time. But yeah, you should probably call Robbie Gold. Why not? But more than Robbie Gold, more than Robbie Gold, I would start looking for corners and pass rush. I really would. Corners and pass rush. Landlord 84 says, 
Hope you get back on the radio. But I love you here. Keep talking shit, Bruce. Here's the thing. I don't radio schmadio. It is so much more fun to be over here if we just start making money like we used to. I'll never go back. And you know, it'll happen. It'll happen. All it's gonna all it takes is keep doing it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And one of the only things about me that is uh reliable is I don't stop. I don't stop. So we're going to keep it here. We're going to keep it more real than any radio show is ever even allowed to be. And we're going to keep on going. Didn't see any cunning stunts along that defensive line tonight. No, it, did, it didn't seem to be a night of ingenuity. It didn't seem to be a night of uh, guys winning their position battles. They, they, got, they got pushed around. By the Minnesota Vikings, who, by the way, have a better run-blocking line than they've got a pass-blocking line. And having said that, they got two of the better tackles in football. Derisaw can play. Um, bad night. Bad night. Not a good night. I don't necessarily know if that is anything other than just getting outplayed. <laughs> Postman and Capitola. Minimum football. Yeah, it, it did feel like that. That was minimum. That was minimum. Adam question mark says you turned me into a fan of yours with your podcast with your shitty teams rant. This is coming from a Vikings fan. That was good. Oh, thank you. I don't know. I, we have one of those so often. I don't even know what shitty teams rant you're talking about, but, but thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. Adam hit like hit subscribe. Keep it real, dude. Thank you very much. TC trying to, and that's the thing. We're just going to go ahead and keep it real. And here is the reality of the San Francisco 49ers season. As some of you are trying to make the make make the case that it is disintegrating in front of your eyes. Hold on. Hold on. Now that we've officially got week 7 in the books, the 49ers the 49ers are only trailing two teams in football for the best record in football. Oh, they're trashed. Oh, they're trashed. They're not contenders. They're not going to win anything. Did you really think you were going to win a Super Bowl by beating Minnesota in week seven? Uh, you know... I would say leave the hot takes to the experts, but 95% of the hot take experts are so full of shit themselves that you shouldn't leave hot. Just don't just, you know what? Let's the whole world get out of the hot takes business. Everybody's trying to be the first to declare this guy's going to be the next Trey Lance is about to be the single greatest quarterback. The 49ers have ever had. Eh. Brock Purdy, the guy, he's the single greatest forward. He's the greatest quarterback in the world. Stop trying to, I mean, can we meet in the middle? 
And we meet in the middle. And there's got to be something other than the most extreme side of the Democratic Party, the most extreme side of the Republican Party, because you know, like most normal people are kind of in the middle there. But the middle gets no attention. The middle doesn't move the needle. Talking about something like an adult using ration, history, experience, and a little know-how, that doesn't sell nearly as, oh my God, this team is trash, burn it all down, fucking fire everybody, get up. Calm the fuck down. It's week seven. There's 10 more games. 10. 10 more games. There are 10 more games. I would like to say that one more time. There are 10 more games. The record of 15 and 2 is still fucking out there. Good God. I mean, good God, some of you don't, you just, dude, get a, get a new hobby, get a new hobby, try, try Pinochle or Canasta, maybe shuffleboard is more your speed, 